Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We would like to acknowledge the Shumash, Keech, and Tongva people, the traditional custodians of the land that we are recording this podcast on, and pay our respects to the elders, both past, present, and emerging. Salad or Dolly, through a great party, we all drank Bacardi, it got kind of gnarly. We're light as a feather, we're tougher than leather. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. The Grammys, they came and went, had little effect on me emotionally. It's weird. You don't you don't get triggered. I kind of want to be more into it than I am. The night of nights. I do I do somewhat admire the glamour of But you were saying the MTV music awards, they were kind of rowdy. I like the chaos of the them. The chaos, yeah. You'd get that was the one where like Fiona Apple got up and said, This world's bullshit, it means nothing. You know, that there was, was still more yeah, the chaos. Yeah. The Grammys you said is sort of more business industry. It just feel, always feels stodgy and out of touch to we me. We were gonna I mean, go to a party. We were, I know. Meg Washington is in town a good uh, friend from Australia, great musician, and we had a great night with her catching up. She's been working with Rebel Rebel Wilson Wilson. on a musical called The Deb, and they've been working on that for a few years, and they're getting ready to make a film of it. And she invited us to go with her to a party, and then we all just totally piked. Yeah. I was thinking about those parties. uh, When I first started, you would get invited to kind of show your face around industry parties, and it was kind of fun to crash parties like I don't know if it was even it's not even before I became an actor but I was just wondering if any industry parties are ever fun and sometimes they are they're fun if you're with a group of people and you're being rowdy together yeah you know I remember one night there was a Grammy night in New York I think it was the Grammys yeah where I was with like Spike and Sophia and Bjork and we were in a limo driving around going party to party and I was out the the roof of it and Spike was going, it's the bar mitzvah boy, it's the bar mitzvah boy. <laughs> and then I ended up like talking to Stephen Jenkins from Third Eye Blind. I was quite drunk. And then I turned around and peed in a plant. Uh, the outside. In the party? Okay. Yeah, or something. Yeah, in, in Either the party? in or outside or something like that. And, and I don't remember exactly what I said to him, but he's the guy from Third Eye Blind. You know, I must have been a little bit dismissive or rude or something because later – Someone met him and they mentioned my name and he went, he said, oh yeah, he's a support artist, right? Oh. And I was like, you know, I, d- I did do a lot of supporting bands, but I don't, I don't define myself as a support artist. There's very few ways to read that that's not hostile. That was hostile. But it was hostile, but I must have been rude. I, I do think I was rude. indoors. No, it was in a plant, though. Still. It was in like a pop, big, big, a big I know, plant. but I wouldn't, yeah. I don't like that. It wasn't good. It yeah. wasn't good. But when you're 20 years old and you're running around and you feel yeah, outsize so. your level of excitement and everything. and But so, yeah, anyway, I don't, now, I, now when I look at it, it's weird awards because I'm so happy for friends when they get recognized and it takes their career to another level. I have mixed feelings. Yeah, that's great. I have mixed feelings because I enjoy the Oscars and awards. For me, it's more because, you know, the acting thing, but- 
I like to celebrate people, but I but the you know the idea that someone that someone's winning it's that silly to me. But I understand that if you just had a, a celebration, how would that really work? Like a night where everyone dresses up and it's just let's bring this person. I guess like it would prom, be- like like if they had a music prom. Yeah, but, but they'd I mean, still I do guess, try and do a king and a queen. I mean, I they? guess you could have all the uh, people that. You know how when they do awards for what's the the thing they do every year um, in memoriam? <laughs> um, that too. No, but the one uh, where what is it in DC? The oh the Mark oh, the Kennedy Twain, Center. Oh, the Kennedy those, Center. Yeah, yeah. Is it the Mark Twain Award? Yeah, I think a Mark Twain Award. But um, yeah, or they do that at the Oscars. They'll honor somebody, but then it's kind of people are still going to feel left out. But this idea of winning, I don't know. It's silly, but I do love people you know everyone's being excited about something because it is kind of fun and don't get me wrong I'd, i love i'd love to win more awards in my life there's i have nothing against that i'm not one of those conscientious objectors that's gonna like sit out on principle right but at the same time it's it's fine i find it like it's becoming de-eroticized as i get older and i'm except a little bit when um Except when Bong Joon-ho, the director from Parasite, made the uh, Oscars kiss each other. Oh, deeply erotic. Very erotic. It's undeniable. One of those moments. I, I think there'll be a lot of young cinephiles who will look back and say, that was my sexual awakening. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I used to, did you make your action figures kiss and stuff like that? I think so. I had a lot of Voltron guys. I had Voltron guys, Smurfs, and Masters of the Universe. You did think that... Um, Papa Smurf? No, that the Gargamel. Gargamel was a was a woman witch. I still maintain that I do believe Gargamel is a bald woman. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I think it's the that. dress. Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. it's really you do see on GQ. There's like Robert Patterson wearing a dress, like skirts. Like men are wearing skirts now. Yeah, the Gargamel. It's not being called the Gargamel. Skirts and stuff. pearls are very big, or maybe it's over now. But men wearing pearls. Totally. I really feel that it should be called the Gargamel style because Gargamel was a true innovator. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. And I've been in my new obsession with my MPC sampler. I love it. We and had a little fight over the sampler. <laughs> we did. I bought the, I was really excited. I've been gearing up to buy and this I like every, sampler. I'm so excited because when Ben, we started dating, I was like, you, you know, this is classic. Anyone who dates a musician, whatever side you're on of this, or even dating artists, I was like, ah, oh, your music should be dancey. I want you to do a dance song. And it's like really annoying for the person who's the artist uh, because- What's well, called unsolicited advice. Yeah, and it's yeah. also, it's funny, the sort of parents will do this, like, you should do this, and I would love to see you do that. And it's, I understand both sides because I've been on both sides where- You've looked at this from both sides now. Yeah, and also the other thing, before I go back to this that I- find sort of hard is when say you say like oh i'm putting for example i'm putting out a kid's book about yiddish which i did by the way it's called my yiddish no big deal vacation MBD. and it's very good my yiddish vacation it's still on amazon but anyway and then i remember telling someone like oh that's you know what you should read you should read the book my spanish vacation that someone wrote a kid's book or you know they tell you something like if you say i'm writing a script about 
you know, a man who buys a farm and they're like, you should really, there's should a really, movie. There's a one about a man who bought a zoo. Yeah. And there's like, you know, then you're sort of like, why would you say that? It makes me feel like my idea is dumb or something. But well, then it's anyway, a subtle form of derailing or not letting you have that moment. I guess. I don't know if the yeah. people are doing it, but so. so you know what? Wait, wait, wait. I just want to hear, I heard Howard Stern talking to Michael. Rappaport? Che. Okay. No, to Michael Che. Yesterday. Douglas, no, no, <laughs> like no. naming every time Michael. <laughs> yeah, it was a group of Michael. Michael, a, go blow your no, horn. He was telling this story of uh, that something with Chris Rock, where Chris Rock had made some really funny joke in a room, and it was like just this great moment. Everyone laughed. It was a casual thing, and then all these other comedians started chiming in, and Chris Rock leans over to Howard and says, "They just couldn't let me have it." Uh-huh. And it's that kind of thing too. Yeah. Where creative people feel the need to chime in on each yes. other's journeys yes. all the time. Yes, yes. Right? So I chimed in. Want you to do? Well, dance no, I music, came in. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. And you said, um, you said, uh, well, I'm not. You know, I don't do dance music. I didn't say that. I just said it doesn't work like that. You don't just yeah. say a concept of what someone and should do, you, and then they just go and materialize you, it for you, like you you're the bat, queen. And then you backhanded <laughs> me. And what? We started, no, what are you I'm talking about? I'm just like thinking. You, just, you heard backhanding of, on um, Vanderpump Rules. I'm thinking of our reality. There. And then we had this. No, I'm just I'm just painting a picture that we have the uh, this like, you know, tumultuous relationship. We come to blows. We fight over, and then we have over, sex, which yeah. no. If I fight, I'm not in the mood. But some people love that. Anyway, so I brought yes, in the new drum cut machine. Cut to 15 years. I was years, super excited. 15 years later. Brings in a drum machine. Finally. Oh, come on. Uh, but, <laughs> no, no. But the principle of it is I was very excited. I put it down and you started having a go. And, and it was I great. love drumming. And I started just getting it because I hadn't had sat down with it yet. I, know. I started going, oh, do this, do that, do I know. that. I was, misinterpreted it, it as, because I was very proud of the beat I did. I sat, I, but you. It was I'm your, proud of all your beats. It was your new toy. You hadn't touched it yet. Toy slash, you know, instrument. Toy slash tool. Tool, tool. And I did a beat that I thought was cool. And you said, so no, this is, you kind of like told well, I was like, add the hi-hat with this finger. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. but I took it, I got my feelings hurt because I was in that just space. Like, you know, you when were it, a child, you were yes. innocent. Yes. Um, you know, and yeah, like when you're a kid and you're in a make-believe world and a grown-up is like, so what da 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 da, what do you, you know, and you just breaks the spell. And also I was very proud of what I'd done. I thought yeah. it sounded cool. Yeah, it was very but cool. But you were mainly, and, and then I was like, I think you're passive aggressively like, saying a mean thing to me because you were mad that I touched your tool before you did. But I don't even think it was that because I always think I'm a paranoid person. I always think people are being, you're being passive aggressive. Do you think you were or it was more just you were excited and telling me what it does? I think it was more just that I'd been gearing up to bring this thing home and I'd been watching lots of YouTube no, tutorials. It, so, so, so from my perspective, yeah. I was excited to implement all this stuff I'd been learning yes. practically. So you weren't messing with me. I don't think I was no, messing with no. you. No, no. Because sometimes you do because you you know you're you don't. Oh, say I'm super annoying. Yeah, passive aggressive yeah. or something. But yeah. you, but anyway, I'm sitting this on this thing case, all the time. You weren't. You I'm weren't being passive aggressive, and you're doing really well. It's so fun. It's so fun. Um, I just think part of it is for me, my mind is a little bit obsessive. Like I do. I go really hard into things I'm interested in. And for me, it's actually really healthy to have interests. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd are, rather it be beats than cults. Than, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, it's really, it just feels kind of, I'm getting to a point of sort of knowing myself, of realizing like when I start going down a rabbit hole, 
of, oh my God, this is becoming very consuming to me and I'm becoming very passionate and interested and thinking about it all the time, that that's actually, as long as I check in and say, is it a healthy thing I'm getting obsessed with? That's actually a, a good a good quality, you know, and it'll transform a lot of my other, you know, music and everything. So. No, it's fantastic. And as long as you're keeping up with, I mean, I remember the when- The Kardashians. Keeping up with the Kardashians, everything's fine. But when you were in a sort of, you accidentally were in a cult and you didn't really realize- Three times. And I was, <laughs> I was in therapy and my therapist said, well, is he like showing up for work? Is he showing up for parenting? Is he showing up as a husband? And I was like, yeah, actually he is. So Wait, just to balance out though, because I think there may be listeners who are thinking, oh my gosh, I only came to Ben with this great creative idea. She's an amazing artist. She's got great taste why didn't he take her seriously why didn't he follow her advice i think just to balance that to create some kind of counterpoint you should tell the story of your ex-husband adam bringing home sabotage by the beastie boys for the first time just so we get the full scope of your artistic intuition first i have to say i 100 percent understand why it would be annoying if someone said to me if i was painting and they said oh, why don't you use cooler color tones? That would be so great. I would be like, fuck you. I'm, I, I paint in this color and these colors. Like, or why don't you do, you know, it would take the right thing at the right time for someone to give me some sort of advice in a certain way. So I get it 100%. But yes, <laughs> Adam, we were in the car actually driving up Laurel Canyon uh, and he played Sabotage. He had just recorded it at the G-Sun studio. And that's the song, Can't Stand It, I Know You Planned It. I'm familiar. Okay. But I'm telling the listeners, like, your mom, if she's listening. It's that's a, true. Not that that would, she'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's screaming the song, which was unusual. They, they started out as a punk band, the Beastie Boys, but then they became a rap group, right? And I said, oh, it's good, but do do you... I, what about not screaming in the song? <laughs> amazing, amazing. And yeah. I t advised him not to scream in the song. I mean, that's the whole song. Yeah, I mean, it's up there with saying, uh, like a virgin, hearing the demo, being like, maybe like less sexual or, right. uh, or yeah. Eminem. It's like, maybe do the lyrics a little bit slower. I think you're going a little bit fast. People aren't going to catch exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, you know, the, the point being that, we have to take it with a grain of salt. When all we're all fallible, we all give advice that's questionable. So just because even someone like you, I'm married to an artistic icon, a creative icon. I am a muse, though, for you. You are a muse for me. Because I remember playing. Not that you didn't know it, but once we, I, you know, I played uh, one of the Velvet Underground songs that you would probably a oh, Black Angels Death Song. Yes, yeah, song, and yeah. of course you'd heard that a million times. I remember, but but okay. Well, so that's this when is I was doing point. deeper into dream. This and is it my affected, point. For yeah, some yeah. reason, I intuitively felt like listening to that song, and you were listening to it, and the and the feeling when when you know sometimes you think of rewatching something or you read a book that you've not read for the first time. It just feels like the right time. Now I'm going to read this book or whatever. And it does feel kind of in line with a more pure creativity. So that inspired you. I wasn't amused like telling you consciously you should do this, but but something about my in, inspiration. You're not a dominatrix. You're amused. You're inspiring. Yeah. My yeah, inspiration yeah. inspired your inspiration. Bop, 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 bop. bop. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. How many spinal tap quotes can you do? Go. Oh my gosh. Uh, too much fucking perspective. Uh, what's wrong with being sexy? Are you going to do some of the way they said it? Oh, God. Yeah, I What's guess so. Right. Now you're, you're sexy. Yeah. No, do That's more. You're being do sexist. more. What's wrong with being sexy? Uh, then she comes in dressed like an Australian's nightmare. Um, <laughs> black. No more black? No. None more black. None more black. black. Than black yeah. <laughs> but this one goes to 11. <laughs> Did oh, you ever meet Fran Drescher? I feel like She's I'm... now the head of your union. Oh, yeah. I think I have met her. I uh, met her. She came to one of my shows at the Troubadour once and came. Came backstage. And yeah, I like that one shot in Spinal Tap where they just all, all of a sudden have her, all of them have herpes on their lips. Oh, it spreads through <laughs> the band throughout the, uh, throughout the whole film. Yeah, that's so good. I so know. good. Rewatch. I'm gonna rewatch. We were having a conversation during the week where you seem to be. I, I'm not sure. I felt this was the divide that you did, but you seem to feel my approach to feeding our children was, uh, you know, what I call a meal and what you call a meal seemed to be quite different. Well, I would say, I would say I would be, have gone out doing something, you know, work or errands or whatever I'd be doing. And I'd come back and say, if you're watching Goldie, have you, did she eat lunch? And you say, oh yeah, she had lunch. What did she have? She had a strawberry and to have a corn chips or something. And I was like, what is she on like a crazy diet? She's four. Look, I don't know about the amounts. The, 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 I don't know if I'd say a strawberry and two corn chips, but the principle is, and I, I maintain that the food pyramid, it's not really I a mean, food I pyramid. I mean, I have a corn chips are a perfect snack. My entire teenage years, my diet was based on hot chips on Bondi Beach and fresh orange juice. And I still believe, I call this the acid and base diet. I still believe that the fundamentals of a young growing body are deep fried potatoes and fresh citrus. And if you can touch both of those groups daily, you're all good. <laughs> it's weird. No, this has not caught on. We're in a land of like a thousand trends in LA. I food know. Trends, but my know. diet, the acid-based diet has not acid kicked in. acid-based diet. That's so true. This this would be a big business. It'd be a breakthrough, yeah. And what else would be on the acid-based side? I mean, for me, it was just more like, I guess I just, yeah, when you have a kid, you're just aware of just making them grow or something. So I just wanted her to have... It doesn't have to be warm. I guess just sort of like... Yeah, you called a lot of the meals I prepared snacks. Yeah, they were snacks. Mm. Like snacks and not... Yeah, I just had that biological kind of mother anxiety of no feed my babies. Please feed my babies. I get you. I'm grateful for that. But I like that um, acid 
space. I like that you're calling what space is like. Well, well, I, I think carb. of it as the, yeah, the hot chips are creating a base. Yeah, or the or the corn chips, but basically a carb, a big, thick, heavy carb is creating a base through which the acidic nature of the citrus is not going to be too intense on the stomach. I do find it relaxing. Like people, I I, I get, you know, I was such a health food foodie, health nut. I like that when people get less paranoid about food, even though I'm all for everyone having, you know, good food. I know we're very late adopters to sort of the, like, we didn't even have a microwave until a year ago. Yeah. I was just like a paranoid, you know, food person. And now I, I like the idea of, I call it down the hatch. You're, it's sort of something that ties into um, our friend who had a lot of health issues and and neuroses possibly about her body and she said that jackass the show helped her sort of overcome her ongoing physical conditions yeah this, so this is this is Kay Kasperhauser. she wrote an essay about jackass and saying how it helped her deal with chronic pain yes she watched people developing some kind of emotional or spiritual separation from their bodies. And, and when I was saying neurotic, I didn't mean she had invented illnesses. I just mean it probably made her feel fearful at times. Gotcha. And so watching jackass people who on purpose harmed themselves helped her. And for me, down the hatches when I was pregnant and I found out I had a thyroid, you know, you get tested for diabetes, gestational diabetes and thyroid things when you're pregnant. And I needed to take Synthroid, is that what it's called? And I was so fearful of Western medicine at the time. And I and my brother just said, Ioni, down the hatch. And it just made me feel like, yeah, just take it. Like, stop walking around like, did I inhale something that was toxic? Did that water have plastic in it? Bup, bup, da, da, da. So I kind of like, you know, don't be crazy and just, you know, eat whatever, Burger King every day. But I just felt like, you know, I just felt like a relaxation and also gratitude. Like, hey, I have food. Just eat it. Just I, sometimes, eat it. I, sometimes I listen to what we're the, the wisdom, the the science that we are dropping on this podcast, and I can't believe it's free. We have right? this morning already. We've introduced the audience to the acid based diet. We've given them the down the hatch theory of taking medicine. I mean, this is this is a wealth. This is a plethora of health tips. Yeah. I mean, last week we really covered some executive functioning with uh, Jason Walliner talking about wearing a suit to differentiate yourself from your peers. I'm wearing this a suit success- right now. Yeah, I'm wearing my birthday suit. I was gonna say uh, that these are success tips. I like nudity. I love the nudity, <laughs> but I just—I yeah. mean, I—I I am a nudist. Like Where was, would we be without it? I was talking to Kate McCucci, and she—we were talking about when we were kids, how before you get boobs, it's so fun to run around, uh, you know, just in shorts and feel that freedom. I would, but I do think underwear is a good because of you're sitting on things you're gonna really down you're, you're really taking things. a flyer on this one this I is love a radical nudity, idea but just for i don't know if the audience is ready for even this much. children i mean i love you know me i love babies feeling free well like, ioni has this i don't know what you'd call it it's like a a tendency if you're left in charge of a baby you will take that diaper off well, if you're in the sun and running around, like also just the thought of sitting it. Well, of course, even if the diaper is dry, but just, you know, giving the baby freedom. But I do think butts should not be sitting on stuff if you can help it. 
Now, are you open to- Like you should have like undies or something. But what about, are you a practitioner of- sunning your of vagina course. or your butthole this is something yes. that has well, come into different. the consciousness that's different lately. if you're outdoors yeah i just mean sitting on cushions yeah. but you I, are you do believe in so getting that vitamin d to your nether regions i think if it feels good it must be good and sun on your vagina feels great yeah. i don't do it like on purpose but it sounds wonderful you know i just yeah. love that i love the feeling Things sometimes things that feel good are good, and sometimes things that feel good are not good for you, like heroin. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. But some you're like, this is good. So we saw Alexi Wasa the other night, who is on her road to financing a film that she is going to direct that she's written. That was so cool. I love just the. Uh, it's so hard to make things. Yeah, it's so hard. And well, anytime I yeah. see someone like fighting for it there's and so many being levels that are hard the levels of keeping up your um your self-esteem about your project the intimacy you encounter with dealing with people the vulnerability of showing people your you know your mind and art and you know just a lot of intimacy you even if you have just a read through of your script then you i for me if i get intimate or expand as a person i want to run away for a few days and hide i mean even with instagram posts sometimes i do a post and i want to just throw the phone in the corner and run away for a few days and well the consistency is so hard i was thinking so today need, yeah you need to keep just showing up <clears throat> this morning when i set up the pod recording we hang up these sort of blankets to get the you know diffuse the sound a little bit and and i was thinking about how I don't mind generally doing the physical grunt work of getting a project done, you know, like getting the right cables and plugging them in and how if you struggle with that, with the basic consistency of getting the grass, you know, the-, the, the, the Setting the, up the easel. The foundational work, the structural work, it, it becomes, I can see how easy it is to not be consistent with your projects because it's hard to do that stuff. Yeah. Did you do your workout this morning? I did. I've been doing You've, it every day. Yeah. I, I've been skipping Sundays. That's amazing. You really pulled, like this New Year's, you really, you didn't say you were going to do things, but you're doing a cold plunge Mondays and you're doing a morning workout every day but Sunday. Yeah. You know, I think I sort of, this moment hit me. This probably happens to a lot of people in their 40s. I mean, my mid 40s, and I've just realized there's nothing else to wait for to make the kinds of commitments and have the, like, this is life. You know, I think when you're younger, even in your 30s, you tend to feel like you're on the verge of becoming a grown up and things are going to get real and things. And then you're going to you're going to start all these good habits. And I'm well and truly now in my life. And I just thought, let's do this thing. That's true. I mean, I have it in a more sort of a depressing lens of. Sort of, I don't know. I do things where I think, wow, I may never go to Greece. Like that might not happen in my lifetime. Whereas when I was young, I was just, um, just thought I would kind of do every single thing that came into my mind almost. But then do you motivate yourself to start planning the trip to Greece or do you just grieve that and be feel depressed? Well, I then I start thinking, wow, well, how many times do you think I'll be to New, in New York again in my life even so then it just sort of snowballs into this sort of, 
you know, wow, I, I might not even do these things I've done a m- many, many, many times. So for you, the transience. I just, I tend to devote, motivate even worse, <laughs> you know, instead of motivating and being like, I let bucket list. I'm not like that. I'm like, oh, wow. And, and. I probably won't ever try even this one dish I wanted to eat once or so something. So for you, having a sense of your own mortality has actually made life worse. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I'm more now practical. Like I think I now I'm thinking of working out to set myself up for the, the later parts of my life instead of before I was working out as a sort of, you should be working out, you have to work out and your body will look better if you work out. And it was more of a punishing Look, this person works out. Every actress has to work out. You know, now it's, it's sort of practical. Like you do kind of have to work out so you can walk around in 20 years from now. It's compound interest. It's you're putting a little bit in the bank every day so yes. that it grows and grows. You know the song Never on Sunday, going back to your one day off? Uh, I don't think so. Who sings you that? You can kiss me on a Monday. Oh, a yeah, of Monday, course. A Monday is very, very good. Yeah, but you can't kiss her on a Sunday? Yeah, the movie's about um, Anna Magnani. Who's in the movie? It was an amazing movie. She's a, a sex not get lost worker. In the details. Okay, She's a yeah. sex worker and it's never on Sunday. Oh, she doesn't work on Sunday. I think she so. takes the Lord's Day off. Yeah, and you do that for your little, um, you know... My little workout. Cool. What are you looking at right now? <laughs> You're staring at your phone and singing to yourself. <laughs> I was looking at the lyrics, but it came up in 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 Greek, and oh. that's why I said maybe I'll never go to Greece. And I feel like an honorary Greek because my name has Greek origins. True, Greek. And we goddess, had some right? Greek, yeah, demigod. Excuse me, Io, I believe, who Zeus was hot for, not in maybe in love, maybe just horny. Uh, I heard there's they're coming up. <laughs> someone wants to come up with a new word for horny. But, I know there's been a bit of a discussion yeah, about that online. But recently. so he was a more a, elegant word. Yeah, he was revved up, sexed up, but Zeus, Zeus, and Hera. Zeus could not control himself. Hera was like, I'm going to turn Io into a beautiful white cow on the island of some island. And Io ate uh, like violet colored uh, flowers. So one definition of my name is purple jewel. I mean, that's what I heard. Wait, hold on a second. Was this a punishment for Zeus? This was, so what happened was Hera was like, well, you can't stop Io, who was a demigod, half human, half goddess. Uh, I'm going to turn her into a cow and put her on this island. And Zeus was like- Why punish her? I mean, this is blaming the victim. I know. And also Hera was so jealous. Tell Zeus I to mean, keep it they in his really pants. Shamed you, have to turn, you have to turn Io into a cow. I know. And and not that cows are so bad, but also Hera's this like jealous, horrible woman and he's this like scary man, but still Also this story, not many people know, but this is the origin of the uh why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free. Exactly. But you know what Zeus did? What? Buy the buy the cow when you can get the milk for free. Right. <laughs> I like how emphatically you agreed before processing. Well, because I, I wanted to say that the fun part of the story. Okay, and that involved just acquiescing and agreeing well, with no, what I was Zeus, saying. So we could get back yeah. to your point. Yeah, sure. Well, actually, okay. your 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 joke reminded me of that great joke where <laughs> there was this there was this sort of, you know, older guy who was marrying a kind of, you know, the hot secretary type, I guess. And again, everything sounds like it's so mean to women, but he's marrying this like young, pretty wife or whatever. And his friend, it's like two businessmen. He's like, 
and it's Jewish. I'm going to be in a, I'm going to say a Jewish accent. But he said, you had to buy. Is that a trigger warning? Well, it's just, this is at the wedding and his friend. I'm picturing two tycoony Jewish businessmen. Uh, Shylocks. (laughs) I know. I'm Jewish, by the way. I can put Are you doing a Siegel with your hand right now? What (laughs) are you doing? What are you doing? Are you like beginning to, this is weird. Okay. My hand is open palmed. I'm doing. I do believe the Siegel is open palmed. No, but mine's not. My, my, the top of my hand was not facing the sky. My palm was facing the sky. And oh, I'm that's saying, true. That's he true. He says to yeah. his friend, "You had to buy. You couldn't rent." Right. Well, you be- because yeah, yeah. he he married. <laughs> you get it. So back to my story. <laughs> Do I get it? It's you just said the exact same thing. I said. Of course, I get it. Okay, and so Zeus turned himself into a bull. <laughs> oh, so he to can. Fuck the cow. Yes. Jeez, Zeus, that guy. You can't, I mean, he could not be stopped. Unbelievable. Yeah. I used to have lucid dreams when I was a kid or a teenager, and I always tried to make them sexual. And then annoying things would happen because I would be like, we're dreaming, everybody. We should all fuck, you know, (laughs) and then, or whatever I would say. But then something dumb would happen where I would like run up to someone and like, let's, let's go crazy. And then like an air balloon would come in and- Ah, the old orgy derailed by the air balloon. You know what I'm saying? Chinese spy balloon. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. There's derailing orgies all through the Midwest. Yeah. So I would never, what is that? If you analyze it, why interrupt a moment in your dream? Why? Why? Well, if you look at it from the idea that all the parties in the dream represent parts of you, it's, you know, processes internally are interrupted. Yeah, that's true. We do interrupt ourselves. By we interrupt moms, our feelings, our sexuality. My mother's knocking on the door. Well, yeah, that's too, that too. I'm talking about internally. Oh, internal. We interrupt yeah. processes all Parents the time. Parents ringing when, just yeah. when you're making love to your husband. That does happen, yeah. yeah. You're like, I bet it's one of our moms calling. Oh, God bless. Love it. Love, love it. it. Love love an intrusion. Thank you all for listening. You can send us a voice note if you want, if you have a question or comment at weirdertogetherpod at gmail.com. Follow us on our socials. If don't you haven't, be shy. Don't be shy, beautiful babies. Don't if be you, shy. Also, if people ha- are listeners and they haven't bite. rated and reviewed the podcast on Apple Podcasts, that would, is very helpful. Please do that if you're enjoying the pod. Um, continue to share it with people you love and... Ioni, you look like you have something very important to say. My la- my up. other podcast uh, note this week was, okay. <laughs> would sliding doors make you happier or would your mentality be the same? And we're going to leave you with that. We love you. Beautiful babies. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade.